Howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, when we started this project, we were not sure how hard it would be to edit, record everything, and then eventually distribute. But then luckily, someone told us about Anchor. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Secondly, they have creation tools that will allow you to record and edit directly from your phone or your computer. They distribute your podcast for you. And the best thing is you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Unprotected Sets captures the energy of a live comedy show and brings it directly to your ears. Part stand-up, part interview. You'll get an inside scoop into the tragically funny lives and minds of rising star comics. Real, raw, and funny. It's Unprotected Sets. Listen, this next lady coming to the stage, I need y'all to give her so much energy, man. Show your love for Steph Follett. That's too much now. Now that's forced. This is this isn't a bad spot, is it not? Nobody cares. All right, how are we? I'm wearing shorts, you pigs. Don't get all excited, you actual perverts. Like we're gonna see a clit tonight. You might. If you play your cards right, you might. You never know. You're scared. It's about to get gross as hell in here right now. You've all been very tame. I'm already sorry about you're gonna be scared. It's fine. It's fine. You're all Get ready, it's gonna get gross and weird. Okay, you didn't need that warning, but you did. You guys are both cute, you're single. Anyways, here we go. Um, we're living in hell. Welcome to hell. Welcome to the devil's ass. We feel good? How's this feel? Come on in, water's warm, huh? Could you imagine we ever complained about anything else before this? I would love for a guy to call me fat and ugly right now. I'd love it. I, would, I honestly, I, don't awe me. I still get laid, relax. <laughs> I would honestly love right now to get trolled and to be set up at a bar. I would love to be ghosted. I really, I miss the good old days. I honestly do. This is, this is a lot. I'm Canadian and I had a full panic and I went back to the motherland. I got very scared. I really did. I was drinking about three bottles of red a night. Don't judge me. <laughs> Baby was alone and she was scared. So I had friends call me from Toronto and be like, you got to get out of there. Tanks are coming in, they're gonna shoot your windows. I'm like, that seems a bit drastic, but I believe you. Let's get the fuck out of here. Sure, let's go. So I woke up the next morning and I panic packed, did not pack properly, put in a bunch of wigs, a couple mustaches, a couple pairs of funny glasses. This isn't a joke. I can show you my, my suitcase. It was quite insane. What am I, a pop comic? I'm not going on a cruise ship, I'm going to my parents' house. Like, what the fuck am I doing right now? Packed three pairs of underwear. That's not a normal amount of underwear for a woman. I go through three a day, excuse me. Oh, I'm the only one. Stuff's always coming out of that hole. I don't know if it's just me. I'm the only one with a vagina with stuff coming out. Come on, if your vagina is dry right now, please leave. You must go to emergency. I'm very worried for you, because there's always stuff. I don't know what it is. Something's coming out of that hole. Right now, as we speak, you guys hard yet? You will be, don't worry. 
Shelby, and take the masks off. I don't know what that meant. It's like there's a mask on your dick. I don't know what that was. <laughs> this is a lot. You're very, it's going to get much worse. I'm so sorry. You're like, why did I sit up front with this psychopath woman? It's a lot. As soon as I get to Toronto, my dad's like, don't worry. I got underwear for you. I'm like, I don't want your underwear, Pete. That's a strange thing for you to say right now. He's like, let me show you. I don't need to see the example. Pulls his cut-off sweatpants shorts down to reveal the loosest, most worn-in pair of underwear I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm like, I'm sorry, do I need to see these? He goes, not these ones. I got extras. I don't want to see the extra. I think you should be wearing the extras, Pete. These look like the old fucking restaurant rag. What the hell are you wearing right now? He's like, I'll give you the new pair. Did I wear the new pair? Yes, I did. Of course I did. You can't carry around the Hoover Dam. I'm going to put some cloth in there. You got to cover it up. That was a lot. For you. I'm getting O's already. Oh, that's... I'm so sorry for all of you right now. I just, I need to apologize so you know what's about to happen because Hoover Dam Pussy is the cleanest joke I have. So you guys are, that's why they put me later in the show. So you guys can get worked in. Like, oh, this is a fun night. And then get so scared. That's how it works. 19 years old, my first boyfriend, Steve Oak. Talk about him a lot. We dated for seven and a half years. I broke up with him when I was 24. I'm 35. He still speaks to my dad. On a regular basis, he invited my mother and father to his wedding. Did I get an invite? Absolutely not. Excuse me. Waiting for that in the mail. Yeah. It's very weird. I lost my virginity with him and had a very uh, tragic situation down there. I had to rush to emergency. Blood clots were coming out of my body the next morning. And uh, turns out um, they thought there was something stuck inside my body, like a toy or something. Turns out Steve just had a big-ass dick, and uh, I had a really thick hymen, and I bled for 24 hours. This is not a joke. Oh, yeah, I went through 14 night pads for a woman. That's a lot, if they're like the, the canoes that you wear in your underwear. And, uh, yeah, very tragic first, uh, <laughs> first time having sex. And then Steve stayed with me for seven years after that, so I, I feel bad. He should, uh, <laughs> he should get it. I should let him keep talking to my dad then. <laughs> it's a lot to live at home. Uh, my father's a psychopath, got in trouble a lot. Big trouble every single day. Put a big blanket in the washing machine. Gonna wear out the motor. I don't think that's how that works. He got very upset with me. Every, every single thing I did, I went to close the cupboard. He's like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, I'm just closing the cupboard. He's like, well, you're just gonna open it again, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, probably at some point I'll open it up again. Yeah, sure. He's like, gonna wear out those fucking hinges. I'm sorry, Dad. Not a big hinge head, but I'm pretty sure that's the hinge's only fucking job is to open and close. Got accused of over-honking the horn. Parents come home like, you broke the horn? We're all gonna die now. You broke the goddamn horn. I don't think you can over-honk a horn. Again, that's what the horn does. Takes into his mechanic friend. Turns out, yeah, I over-honked the horn. I got quite, I got quite angry. Just like raging in the car like, fuck you, mom and dad. Like honking and just sitting in the driveway. Why are you doing this to my life? <laughs> yeah, broke the car horn. I have an anger problem. It's just like my dad. It's, it's perfect. It's great. Only time my dad talked to me when I was home was when I was napping or shitting. No other times. He started speaking to me two times. You sleeping? Was trying to. You're screaming at the door now. <laughs> time I sit in the toilet, he's like, so what's going on today? I'm taking a shit, Pops. I'm not sure. I normally do this in silence. I don't know how you do it. Man just screams shit, so he sits down. Get out of my ass! Man does not need a squatty potty. Slides right out. Great shits that guy has. This is why I'm like this. Is it making sense now? You're like, oh yeah, 
This is why you're psychotic, because you're fan. That's all I want is that woman to clap for the rest of the night. <laughs> I want nobody else to give me the pause break, just that one single woman, and just zoom in on her, and you guys all just deadpan staring at me. That's literally all I want this whole fucking set. My dad is a, a, a kind man. I make him sound like a fucking psychopath, but he just has like certain things that set him off. Every time he'd argue or get annoyed by something, my mom and sister would just be like, just leave it. And I'd be like, no, that's fucking annoying. But I think it's because I have his exact anger problem. So I think we both have the, I'm like, you know, you're one of your parents, I'm my dad, and I just never, he's caring, but in a strange way. Only good quality about being home was uh, the old Greek men in the neighborhood <laughs> really took a liking to this one. They really, Gus, down the street, three, three houses down, Gus liked what he saw. Started small, little waves, couple little, little backwards flirt waves. Is that how you flirt? Break your back when you do it, something cracks. I just fall over right now. Um, couple waves, light pleasantries. Told him I was leaving, he got very upset. He's like, you know what, I forgot to tell you. I love a woman who eats. I'm like, Gus. <laughs> Gus was 72 and I would have fucked him. I'm not joking right now. It's getting real desperate for a man's touch. Would have sucked those old balls dry as hell. Really would have. <laughs> Too much for you guys, again. Yeah, okay, great, yeah. Gotta check in. You're like, yeah, no, no, no. Only her. <laughs> Only her for the rest of the night. New neighbor moved in right away and that was, that was a highlight of my whole time home, it really was. Moves in my dad right away peeking out the blinds. He's like, this fucking idiot. I'm like, putting out his recycling two days early. Now I gotta look at it. Well, why are you looking out the window? Stop looking at the goddamn window. <laughs> Next day, cuts his lawn. He goes, guy's a fucking goof. I'm like, okay, bit much. He's like, cutting the lawn in a diagonal. I started that. <laughs> Excuse me, Pete? I'm the first one in the neighborhood to cut the grass on a diagonal. Guy's a fucking loser. I'm like, this is crazy. Can you hear yourself right now? All of this is too much. Then he's like, you know what? You might find him good looking. I'm like, if you hate him this much, yeah, I probably do. He's like, you're a type. He's like stocky, salt and pepper hair, chiseled jawline. I'm like, open with the chiseled jawline. What's happening here? I'm like, okay, peeking. I turn to my dad. I'm peeking out the blinds for two weeks trying to find the guy. Finally see him. Biggest double chin I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, do you know what the word chiseled means, Pete? Guy has the most swollen chin. It was like a walking double chin with eyes. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Chiseled jawline. Don't get a I have a double chin. You can't have two double chins together. It's too much. The waddles are slapping around when you're kissing. You can't have that. I have a big nose. I can't kiss somebody with a big nose. Any big nose? People. Yes, one person didn't get a nose job. Thank you. You know that you can't go in when you go in to kiss a big nose. You can't have two beaks. You have to go in on one side and you're stuck there for at least 15 minutes. It's not like the movies where you're like, uh, 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 and you're back and forth. No, motherfucker. You're in there and you're turn positions. You both have to agree on it. It's a whole situation. Beaks clanking around. It's too much. Thank you so much. I think grade eight was the first time I got really bullied for my nose. And then I started like bullying back because they were like, I don't know. I, for some reason, people are very offended when you have a big nose. I was like a very, they're like, two can't say. I'm like, yeah, I didn't put this here. Like, I didn't fucking make this. I don't want this. What the hell are you talking about? Um, they'd call me Dante's Peak. That one was kind of original. I liked that one. Uh, but I would make fun of the guy's back. Like, they'd call me that. And I'd be like, yeah, your dick's small and gross. And they'd be like, oh, okay, well, that, <laughs> that sucks. I'm like, yeah, I was a fucking feel idiot. So I think I got like very funny in grade eight, grade nine to like deflect and make myself not feel like an idiot. Hey y'all, it's them. It's Jaden. It's Carly Hansen. It's Oliver Tree. What's going on? It's Ian Dior. And we all know Valentine's Day is the most romantic time of the year. Sex, sex. Whatever. 
My friends and I are about to turn the whole holiday upside down in our new scripted holiday series, Valentine's Day in Hell. First we spent Halloween in hell. Now you're invited to be a part of the next musical podcast from our In Hell series. This time around, the devil is playing games with all of our hearts, trying to ruin our Valentine's Day plans by dragging us down to the depths of hell. In each episode, you're going to hear new original music from artists like Ian Dior, Jaden, Carly Hansen, and me, Pat. Tune into the Valentine's Day in Hell comedy horror musical podcast. Subscribe for full episodes, bonus material, and original music. This February, check out Valentine's Day in Hell. Brought to you by Audio Up and Podcast One. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hey, howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. As soon as I came back, I went to Trader Joe's. Love TJ's. Where my TJ's head's at. Oh, my God. Love that place. Love the people. Love the aisles. I am my fu- If you guys aren't laughing now, come behind me in line at Trader Joe's. I've got some green onion riffs that are pretty killer. You're wasting here. You're going to get behind me. They're very good riffs. I love going there. Everyone's so nice. Cashing out. Hollywood and Vine, my favorite place. See one of the cashiers waving me down. I'm like, he's flirting. <laughs> they have to wave. It's part of the job description. So I walk up, he's like, so, I'm like, so, really don't know how to flirt. <laughs> Grabs a giant tub of feta I'm buying, scans it, he's like, you, uh, I'm like, M-A-Y. He's like, you making that dip again? I'm like, excuse me? He's like, the dip, are you making it again? I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on right now, but are you still talking to me? He's like, you came in here a year ago, this is real, and told me all about this lentil, feta, and bruschetta dip. I make it at every party. I'm like, are you sucking the inside of my ass right now, sir? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I've lived in LA for four and a half years now, haven't been recognized once. The only time a man remembered my face was over a dip recipe? <laughs> I forced him to listen to a Trader Joe's? I'm like, I'm meeting men terribly wrong in the city. He's gonna start showing up to open Facebook events like, you boys hungry? Mama's got a big vat of dip, found this barrel down by the river. <laughs> A lot of dip fits inside there. I got crazy, put a whisper of time. It's near the bottom. You gotta, oh, you're calling the police. I'll leave. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm going to go. Take me a while to get this thing into an Uber. I love dip. If you gave me a bunch of dip right now and the tip of a penis, I wouldn't have left my house. I would have stayed home. Just, mwah. Again, too far. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Well, I feel it when it's too far. I really do. No clap from you. Too far. That's when I know. I'm getting it. It's, ma- it's making sense right now. My grandparents, yeah, they're from uh, Bulgaria. Have you been there? Probably not. It's a repulsive place. And they, my dedo, grandfather, took a boat across, landed, got a photo sent to my baba, grandma in Bulgaria, being like, this is your husband, go meet him. She got on a boat for another two weeks, and then they met, and then uh, true love. That's how it works. Who arranged it? Their parents, yes. I guess a couple goats were traded. I'm not really sure the whole trading. Um, Maybe some goat cheese. I don't really know the full backstory of the trading process, but I think I should do an arranged marriage. I'm fucking struggling out here. God damn it. I think I'd be worth at least a one thick goat, like one jacked goat. Like this is a full six pack. That's for me. That's what I, 
I think that'll work. A year ago today, I emceed my best friend's wedding. Always the emcee, never the bride. That's a saying, right? <laughs> I've been the emcee five times, and I've been the best man twice. <laughs> These aren't jokes. These are real things I'm saying out loud. <laughs> never been a bridesmaid. That's a real fact. I'm always up there with the boys, a groomsman, you know, putting them in headlocks, giving them noogies, you know, messing about with the boys. <laughs> All the girls complain about having that bridesmaid's dress I can't wear again. Like, when am I going to wear this beautiful flowing teal dress again? I'm like, try having two ill-fitted blue suits in your closet, huh? <laughs> Not a lot of times I'm going out in the night of the town wearing this oversized suit with shoulder pads. Moths are having a time with those right now. It was a lesbian wedding, which is great. It was outside, so you legally had to camp it the other night. You had to sign a waiver when you walked in. So outside, you guys have ever been to an outside wedding before? There's literally no ceiling. You get pretty fucked up. You get pretty twisted. I, I like to get high, I like to have fun, couple edibles, I'm a fun gal, a couple too many edibles, maybe, who cares? Very prepared stoner though, I put a box of crackers in my tent, I'm not screwing around. I know my crackers, Asiego sun-dried tomato, I'm not fucking around, I like a bit of grit on my fingers after I have a cracker. Four in the morning rolls around, very excited to get this box going, thought about it all night. I crawl in, very high, I'm like, here we go. Party time. Open the box. Very loud crinkle. Loudest box I've ever heard. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I'm so high. I'm like, everyone's going to hear me alone eating this box of crackers. So I just panicked and put one in at a time and we got soft enough just to massage it down my throat. Like a sad, wet eel. I had no water. I don't want to brag, but I ate the whole box. I have a very large, wet throat. Do you guys like that? I'm not sure when I say that. <laughs> One guy, thank you. You two should get together, the clapping table. That's what I need. I was very sports heavy. I was uh, lacrosse in high school, and then I played uh, Australian rules football uh, after high school. Made the Canadian team. Don't want to brag, but it is my, it's my biggest brag. Yes, I did. I would break a rib at least every game. All my fingers were jammed. Oh, yeah. It's, like, there's, it's just a mouth guard, so it's full tackle. There's this one level, it's like a lower level, where we'd get to like, actually play games with the men. Oh, I would tackle the fuck out of those guys and they would get so pissed off. One guy almost gave me a concussion because he got so mad that I tackled him that he came after me from behind. He got kicked out of the game. But um, it's very fun to throw a man to the ground and then just kind of laugh in their face and then run away. <laughs> I have issues. I don't know. I just, I think I hate men sometimes. Get quite lonely out here. I got a dog. I know. Thank you. No, it's fine. You're going to stop clapping. I got a golden retriever. Of course, I didn't adopt her. That's where I lose Los Angeles. I know you're very upset. I know I did not. I'm, I'm sorry. They're perfect animals. You can't adopt a golden retriever. She's, she's beautiful. I love her so much. Every morning, I want to peel back her face, kiss her lips, and put it back together. I would wear her skin like a cloak if I could right now. I love her so much. It gets worse. She's an English cream golden retriever, so she's all white. So she's a piece of shit. She really is. Almost named her Karen. Could you imagine if I had a white dog running around named Karen? Head of the KKK, the dog sector. Thank God, I named her Susan. Woo, really dodged a bullet on that one. I know, Susan, I know. It is really fun at dog parks to be like, Sue, get the cord. Everything's like a mean dad. It's really great. I really love it. Um, I love her so much. She's perfect in every way. But when you don't, uh, when you buy a dog, kill me now, I don't care. When you buy a dog, uh, things happen. They have a lot of issues when you overbreeding, so... Susan um, has a medical problem. She needs a very big surgery, so it's very upsetting. She has something medically, I don't know exactly how they put it, but it's like um, a big fat vagina. And um, <laughs> this is real, I'm not making this up at all. Susan has a hooded uh, labia, so she gets into, <laughs> you guys are all very scared. It's gonna get much worse if this is scaring you right now. <laughs> 
so it needs to get surgery, so I want to go in with her and be like, I'll get what she's having. You know what I mean? <laughs> like mother, like daughter. <laughs> I want to look like my dog. And they'll be like, is it her? And then we both open her legs. Like, oh, that's your daughter. Yes, that's her. <laughs> both have big vaginas. She's great. I love her so much, though. I will pay for the surgery. But she, oh, she loves that vagina. Oh, boy. When it, she eats that pussy every day. It's her favorite thing to do. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't need an alarm anymore. I wake up to her like, like she goes to town on this thing. Wow, she loves that thing. She really does. I had a guy over before quarantine. He's going down on me, and I hear her. She's like, time to shine. So she starts going at it. And I wanted to be like, I think you should take a peek at what she's doing, because it sounds a lot better than what you're doing right now. Funny <laughs> boy, I think she's got the right idea. She loves, she's probably just sucking it back right now. Like a, <laughs> it's a lot. It is a lot. You guys are more scared than you should be. It's fine. Horses love me, though. I don't know what it is. Horses are really obsessed with me. I've given two separate horses boners at two different times in my life just by talking to them. I'll be like, oh, look at the horse. And they lock eyes. I'm like, that's a lot. Horses love me. Men don't. I gotta start hanging out in fields. I'm hanging out in the wrong spots. You guys have horses? Too far again. You guys, stop with the awing. God damn it. Aww. I'm getting late tonight by two guys, so don't worry about it. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> Clap it up. We can use this in other places. <laughs> Early on in high school, I wanted to act. And uh, I tried to get into acting programs. So I went to, I auditioned for like, I think four and I got denied from all of them. And then my drama teacher was like, okay, well, there's this comedy program. Maybe you should try that because you seem more of like a comedic actress. I'm like, okay. And then I, got into it and it was the only thing I got into. So <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'm doing this now. I'm not a serious actress, even though that's what I planned on. Hey, this is Adam Carolla. Let me tell you about my podcast. We do it uh, every single day, so you can subscribe and there'll always be a fresh one waiting for you. It's about two hours of uh, topics, topical topics and news and guests and uh, comedians and, of course, my own vitriolic take on uh, just about everything that's going on in the world. Plus, um, we get a lot of really interesting, uh, notable people who come in. We'll get politicians, we'll get uh, tastemakers, we'll get stand-ups, we'll get uh, authors, we'll get uh, pundits, we'll get, uh, what I say? Well, I think about covers it all, celebrities as well. And uh, we'll do some really interesting interviews with them. You can get The Adam Carolla Show wherever you download your podcast. Hey, howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I broke core and I had intercourse with a man. The numbers are a lot like lower in Canada, so you all can relax. I was trying to quarantine for my parents, and then they were up at the cottage rubbing shoulders with Ed and Sue and Jim and Cheryl. I'm like, if you guys are literally on the pontoon partying, I'm getting my clit sucked off. I'm sorry about that. 
<laughs> Pop on Tinder and flopping around, match with the guy who said we used to do improv together. I'm like, don't open with that. That's not good. <laughs> Nobody wants to fuck an improviser. No end. I really don't want that. So I was like, you know what? It's better if you kind of know somebody. He comes over to my parents' house. He explains to me that he's uh, polyamorous in an open thing. He's a yoga master, and he's trained in tantric. Anybody else uh, had sex with a tantric boy before? <laughs> Have you? Okay, well, good, great. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm like, this is a lot. Let's try this out. This seems like something I want to try right now. So he comes over, and I'm very tense. Uh, I've been with nobody for a while, so I lie down. And he's like, okay, just, uh, you seem tense. Let's start with a breast massage. I'm like, you guys are okay with that. No, it seemed very strange for me. I'm like, it seems odd. I'm thinking it's going to be like a sexual thing. I lie out. It's not sexual. It's an actual breast. Like, he's like kneading and like twisting. And like, it's like I had two knots. I'm like, can we not twist these things off? Just to stay on my body right now. I'm like, we got to stop. The, the breast massage is over. He's like, let's do some breathing exercises. You seem very tense. I'm like, I am tense because you almost twisted my fucking nipple right off my body. <laughs> he's like, okay, lie out. And now we're going to breathe in through your vagina and out through the mouth. I'm like, I'm going to stop you there, buddy. No, you're trained in tantric, but eh, there's no lungs down there. It's not, there's not a lot of air coming in the hole. He keeps doing it. I'm like, I'm done this. Let's stop, please. And he's like, okay, I'll let you know I'm very into consent. So when you ask me things or I ask you things, it's a big turn on for me. And I'm like, I'm used to being choked and throwing out windows. This is a lot. I'm going to take this slow right now. Seems a bit much for me. So we start making out. He's like, may I kiss you? Yes, you may. Yes, and? So he's like, okay, may I, may I proceed? I'm like, this is so much. So we start getting into it. It's a, it's a lot. So he's on top of me. He's like, I should let you know. I'm as again, he's trained in tantric. He's like, so I can orgasm without ejaculating. I'm like, never heard that before. He's like, I went to school for two years. Seems a bit long to go to school for something. Like, what are you standing in the corner? Like, I don't know what you're, what are you, what are these classes? I don't know what these classes are. Seems very strange. So we're getting into it, and he's on top, and he's like. So when one comes, you have to be very still, and then it'll happen. I'm like, all right, we've come this far. So we're going, and he's like, okay, one's coming, lie still. I'm like, here we go. So I'm lying there like an idiot. And he's like, so this is fucking real. I, I wish this wasn't. He's like, ooh. He starts having an exorcism on top of my body. Like his eyes are rolling back. He's like, is this? I'm laughing in this man's mouth right now. I'm like, this is fucking psychotic. Five minutes of just, like, this is, I can't, you must stop this. And then he just stops and goes, okay. I'm like, okay? What do you mean, okay? That was a very big performance for nothing to come out right now. Does that four times. Like, why am I still allowing this to happen? So the last time he, like, fin finishes, not finishes, whatever the fuck he's doing, stops, and he's, like, whispering in my ear. And I'm like, okay, you better get dirty at some point, because this is a bit too nice for me. And he's like, ugh. Thank you. Get the fuck out. You know what? I did not give you consent. No, no thank you. Get the fuck out. Take your salt off. Get the hell out of here. Thanks so much, guys. Sorry I scared you all. Thank you. y'all i'm uncle drank star of the ballad of uncle drank it is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me fictional golf and western country music pioneer uncle drank 
The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.